Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, this is April. And this is Caroline. Ooh, she's popping a top. So we have another Turn Up Tuesday quickie episode for you guys. Um, and do you know what, Eric? Erica? Erica? Okay, uh, Rachel. <laughs> you know, no, this is how this is going to go today. <laughs> uh, we are. This is a little bit of an off day. We had a fun party last night. Recovering. I've had my four sigmatic coffee. Oh, you did? I did. Are and you alert and aware and revived? Listen, focus, clarity. And the energy part's coming. It's, it's a yeah. little delayed. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. But, I feel like but, it's getting there. Yes. It's definitely getting there. Um, And I'm not stressed out at all. So, wow. yeah. It does what it's supposed to do. It does. It does. So, go get you some Four Sigmatic coffee. It's basically fortified coffee with mushrooms. Yep. And it's a, what is there? Four Sigmatic is a sciencey way of saying really good for you. Really good for you. Um, and if you don't like coffee, guys, you can have a protein powder. You can have some cacao. <laughs> cacao. <laughs> I love that word. Um, or you can just um, get any any type of powder or blend that you can put in your tea or your smoothies or your soups. So where do they go, Caroline? Um, they have to go to go dot foursigmatic.com slash happy hour. Ooh, if you put in happy hour, you get 30% off of the order. So go try it. What a steal. Yes, 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 yes. And then, Caroline, what do you have for us? <sighs> well, I have, uh, okay, after going over the probable cause affidavit, you know, you kind of, I basically listened to it like 14 more times. Okay. And if you haven't heard that yet, y'all, and if you're following the Idaho murders, you need to go back and listen to Caroline's at least last two episodes where she's kind of summed up those, everything that's going on with Moscow. Yeah. So right now we're just in the waiting, we're just waiting for the pre-trial hearing, which is coming up this uh-huh. week. Um, and so... What they do there is basically like a scrimmage of a trial. Oh, is it a scrimmage? It's like a scrimmage. <laughs> um, so they'll have witnesses that'll be called. I don't know if the, I'm, I don't know how it works as far as witnesses because if the roommate has to go up there, I don't know and give yeah. her case or if it's just officers or what. But there's been a lot of discussion about DM, which is Dylan. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, it's bad. So there's you know. 
I have my, th- I don't think, everybody's wondering why, she, why it took her so long to call 911. Yeah. But for a lot of places that I've heard, they said that you can, you can just freeze so much that you can't speak, or you yeah. can't move. Some people can't even speak or move for two days. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know it's just, just, I don't know if, I don't go and comment on things on social media, like, and mm-hmm. leave my opinion out there. But if you do, just be nice to her. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can only imagine that she's, like, already, they're bo- both of them. They're blaming themselves. They're questioning everything that they've done. Mm-hmm. They're going to live with this for the rest of their lives. Has it come out that, I know at one point, it maybe a friend came out and said that she was, might have been on drugs, like how Molly during that time. I, I heard that. I don't know. But then I also did hear that her and the other roommate saw some, saw some of the scene, ran outside. One of them fainted. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, that like they had called 911, but they couldn't get the words out. Like they couldn't, 911 couldn't uh, make out what they were saying. Oh. And so then their friend had come over and the friend, that's why the friend was like, we have an unconscious person mm-hmm. because... They were talking about the roommate who fainted. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. So that could be it. It hasn't been released yet. Maybe that'll come out on Thursday also with the pretrial hearing. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yep. Um. Oh, but the uh, Papa. Papa. Papa Roger. Papa yeah. Roger. So they're saying that that was him. I saw that. So there was this. There's this Facebook facebook group called university of idaho discussion case and i mean i don't know how many eighteen thousand or something twenty thousand forty thousand people are in this group uh-huh. and there was this guy who was constant or this this screen name who was constantly commenting and asking questions and saying things that like talked about the knife sheath and how it was left at the scene like stuff that mm-hmm. you can't how do you you wouldn't know it, it from what i saw is that he was saying it was saying things that only the killer or law enforcement would have known. And he did a TikTok video too, right? He's maybe we don't we don't know. Okay. And there was also this this podcast that somebody had called into, and they also thought it was him. Shoot. So there's a bunch of those type of things going around, but I th- pretty sure they've confirmed that this Papa Roger, which I wonder if he wanted who to get who caught. else last name is Roger, um, who was an incel. Oh, Elliot. Mm. I just kind of thought that would be interesting. Yeah. So Elliot Ro- Elliot Roger was the one she did, you did on your live show. Yeah, he was an incel that... Involuntarily celibate, uh-huh, right? Yeah, uh-huh. that's what it yeah. is. Um, and basically they hate um, Stacey's and Chad's. Yes. Those are people who get laid and can have girlfriends and have boyfriends and like chads are usually frat guys and yeah and stacy's are usually beautiful um frat girls are popular girls and and they would be every bit of stat chad and stacy's so that has come up a lot in a lot of the conversations is would he involved was he involved like in any type of incel group yeah so i also listened to another she does uh, the podcast Killer Psyche. Um, damn, I don't know. She she talked about it. She gave. She's like a criminology or a forensic psychologist. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same thing that Catherine Ramsland is. Okay, but she's a former FBI something something. something. Yeah. Um, 
she talked about what she thought the motivation could have been behind Brian doing it. And she said just like anger or out of retaliation for a situation due to him hating women. Um, revenge fantasy that he decided to live out. Like he could have fantasized about this for so long and then just is like, I just need to know what it was like. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we did see that FBI did confirm that they told the state troopers to pull them over those two times. I think when we did our the affidavit, mm-hmm. it, we weren't sure. Like we saw that FBI did tell them and then we saw that maybe that might not have been true. But I think... I think I saw on ABC News, like just an article mm-hmm. that they did actually. I would put think them up so because it. I don't think you just pull somebody over and then you just let both of them. You let them go both times, and then you and you're pulling them over for following too close yeah. for tailgating. Yeah, yeah. They didn't even go run his stuff. They didn't even go run his card and registration. Like they didn't. Yeah, that we saw. The lady is Candace DeLong. She's a former FBI criminal profiler. Okay, that's who I was. <clears throat> She was on an interview with somebody, and she's the one that does that Killer Psyche podcast. So, anyways, just a little bit of um, kind of stuff we've found out found out over the time. Um, next, we have this Utah family. Do you hear about Ooh. this family of... Uh, yeah, I've seen it everywhere. So, there's not much about it that's been released. It's just the, the bones of it. Um, on January 5th, in Inoc... In, Inoc- Inok City. It's a city southern in southern Utah, about halfway between Salt Lake City and Las Vegas. Eight members of a family were found dead in an apparent murder suicide. Michael Haight, forty-two-year-old Michael Haight, killed his wife, um, mother-in-law, and five killed five children, mm. and then killed himself. So they had a seventeen-year-old girl, a twelve-year-old girl, a seven-year-old girl, a seven-year-old boy. What? A four-year-old boy. His wife was forty-year-old Tasha. 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 Uh, and then her mom, who was seventy-eight years old. Um, on Wednesday, police had called. So this happened on Thursday. Wednesday, police called or came to uh, answer a wellness check at their house. That's how they found it. And Wait. I guess she had the the mom had missed uh, an appointment. Okay. So then the mom got a hold of that whoever missed the whoever her doctor was. Yeah. Calling, looking for him, and then she called the police to go do a wellness check at their house because so she weird. just missed this appointment and like she never missed this appointment. And wow. It, yeah. I, like there had there had been I watched the press conference and they said there had been times in the past where they had calls to the house about mm. maybe domestic stuff. Yeah. Um. But they didn't. They didn't go into into details. Um, so many people in the community are just shocked. It's like a eight thousand people in this community, and they said that um, you know they went to church with them because this is like Mormon. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, went to school with them. Everybody knew them, and they said that after Tasha, I guess Tasha is how you say it. Um, wasn't found. That's when they filed a missing persons report, and then they did the welfare check. Mm. Um, <laughs> what did he say? the The mayor was like, "Oh, we're a very close community, and the neighbors are good people. Like, we are just completely shocked. We, they just had no idea. The five, um, 
They were all shot. Everybody was shot. Um, and yeah. so they know the daddy did killed everybody and then killed himself, right? Yeah, I mean that's at least what they're reporting. Reporting. They couldn't say how long that the family had been dead. Um, but they said that the mother-in-law and the mom had been at a church function the night before. So they couldn't have been dead for that long. Yeah, yeah. The motive. <laughs> Money. Divorce. Uh, That's at least all we know. Yeah. She had been to, Tasha had been to her divorce attorney. And she filed for divorce in December. And she had met with her divorce attorney twice. And the most recent visit was on Tuesday, was the Tuesday of this week, of that week of the murder. Mm -hmm. And they had been married since 2003. And that's all we have. Wow. And now a word from our sponsors. Um, what are we doing here, Rusty? What are we gonna do? Uh, yep, we're doing the uh, King of the Hill rewatch podcast. King of the Hill yes, rewatch podcast. Yeah, so we're gonna go through one episode at a time. Uh, come along for the ride with us. Come check it out. And hey, give me give me a good um, like Dale Gribble quote to go out on. Wingo. Yeah, Wingo. <laughs> Wingo. Wingo. All right. Well, join us. Uh, join us for uh, the uh, King of the Hill rewatch podcast. Deeply in the heart of Texas, that drinks his brew and he spits his chew. Deeply in the heart of Texas, the TV players, but no one cares. Deeply in the heart of Texas. I'm Zach. And I'm Mike. And we have a fantastic new podcast to tell you about. Bros, Foes, and Heroes. It's the two of us looking into the world of comics, breaking down some characters that you may have never heard of, and some that are just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so Zach comes up with a character each time, and uh, I go into it just completely blind. I don't know who this person is or what their abilities are or anything, and and basically I guess we kind of go over their origin story. And just some of the ridiculous stuff that maybe, especially Golden Age stuff. Oh, Golden yeah. Age stuff is always the best. And we will make sure to highlight all of the shenanigans and just absolute weirdness yeah. of everything. Yeah, that's right. So subscribe today and uh, follow us on Instagram at Bros Bros Heroes. And if you don't, I know where you live. Not really, but please subscribe. <laughs> bros and Bros and Heroes. Gonna tell you about pros and foes and heroes. Gonna tell you about.
You know, they say of the most dangerous times for women is when they're pregnant, married woman, is when they're pregnant and when they're going through a breakup, separation, or divorce from the person that they're married to. That is crazy. Wow. So crazy. Um, I have one last little update. I know we briefly did a little bit of the story, but I don't think we put it out. The twins that went missing, those twin boys, those twin baby boys. Uh Uh-huh. So I'm going to just, this is a pretty funny story. Okay. I mean, it's not funny, but it's interesting. It's, it ends well. Two little baby boys, Kair and Kaysen, they were on December 22nd, a woman named Nala Jackson was arrested uh, by the police, Indianapolis police for stealing a Honda Accord, which had these two five month old babies in the car. The mom she had parked outside of a pizza place, Donato's Pizza Place in Columbus, Ohio, leave, left the ch- kids in the car. She went in. She was working for DoorDash. Okay. We got a lot of DoorDash in all these. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She was working for DoorDash. She goes in, picks up the food, and on her way out, she's like, where's my car? My car's gone. My car's gone. My car's gone. Um, she was in there, and uh, they, they, I guess she went back inside. They did an Amber Alert, and then... Pretty soon after they issued that Amber Alert, one of the babies, Kair, was mm-hmm. found abandoned but safe. He was at the airport. Now, was he in a, a car? He was he in a, a car, car, and somebody uh, had heard him crying as they, like, walked by the car. But it was he wasn't in the stolen car. Right. Okay. Yeah. So the the other one was still missing. Well, then you have these two Indiana moms. They cousins. Okay. Delmar and Me- Mecca Curry. Cheyenne Delmar and Mecca Curry. I'll go by their last names. So they said they uh, played all this out on their TikTok. So Delmar, one of these one of these ladies, met Jackson, the kidnapper, met her at a gas station because she was outside the gas station selling toys. And so she bought a toy from this lady at the gas station. Okay. And so she didn't know who this person was. And the lady, the kidnapper lady asked her for a ride somewhere. So then this Delmar was like, okay, and took her for a ride and got her phone number while she was giving her a ride. Well, eventually she ends up seeing this lady's mugshot on facebook uh-huh. and she's like oh my gosh i just drove that lady somewhere and i picked her up and i bought a toy from her and she's the one who was on the tv who kidnapped these little boys and so she calls her cousin and then they are like we are dtf we are <laughs> dtf and she's like calls the lady back and she's telling her she wants more toys uh-huh and so they get the lady in the car, which I'm like, now this is, I don't know. Y'all are really down DTF. And so they call her. They pretend that, yeah, want more toys. They met, meet up with her, drive her around. While they're driving her around, they also are calling the police. <laughs> and the one girl's on the phone pretending that she's talking to, like, her husband. Uh-huh. Well, I guess the other one's distracting her. And they they put a lot of this li- on live stream. I think it's taken down now, but then they also have a bunch of TikToks out there, like 16 different TikToks. Wow. Um, I didn't know all of this. I didn't either. That's what we talked about because it was like, <laughs> it's funny. Um, so they ended up, police met up with the woman at another part of town. 
they pulled the, they basically pulled the car over and that's how they arrested oh, the lady the the kidnapper they were slick dude so uh Delmar and Curry the TikTok TikTokers decided that yeah they were going to search for themselves and they tracked it down <laughs> and they met parking lot in Papa John's and then inside of the car was I oh, guess they were the at car pizza place yeah. it started at a pizza place it ended at a pizza yes. place yes inside the car was Kason wearing the same clothes that he had on 3 days earlier the only thing that was wrong with the baby was that his diaper needed to be changed okay so if she's in the car with them, how did they end up at Papa John's with the car? It just says they decided to search for the infant themselves, eventually tracking down the missing Honda in a parking lot near Papa John's. Hell yes. <laughs> I love it. Yep. So he was found BTF. in good health. She she was charged. The kidnapper was charged with two counts of felony kidnapping. She was also charged with battery of bodily waste. I've what? never heard of that. Mm. Apparently, know. the investigation is still ongoing, and there's details that they can't release yet, or something. But I, I, I sure hope that these people got a reward. Why give up one and not the other? And what did you even do with them? What did, she just to kidnap them to let him let him sit in the car to leave him in a car? But the, uh, but that he would have been starving. Like, he wouldn't have died, but he would have been starving and dehydrated. They just said he needed a diaper change. So she was obviously caring for him. She didn't change his clothes. But she had to have been giving him some formula. I mean, I just don't. Could you imagine if it was, like, 100 degrees outside, that baby would have been gone. Oh, man. <coughs> so there you have it. Can you imagine still in a car, and then you look back, and there's, like, some twins back there. You think she didn't know the twins were there? I don't know. That's what I don't know. I don't know if, if the oh. motive was the car or if the motive was the kid. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I'm special. <laughs> oh. That's crazy. Wow. We. <clears throat> and then the NFL, the case that I did, I guess a couple weeks ago, it was the NFL player Antonio. Um, out of Houston? Out of Houston. Uh-huh. There. They just did a 2020 on that story oh, Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It was so good. Okay, and so it's a. Are there any new developments it, from what we did? Well, it's a lot more detail. Oh, and and I think we both left here thinking Son is um, guilty. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and I'm not saying Son's not guilty, but what I can see is how there's been two hung juries. Like I oh, can, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. lawyers have done a great job with reasonable doubts, um, but this kid is now like it was sixteen when it when it's happened. That happened in twenty sixteen. So what is how many years? It's been what six years, eight. seven years, eight years. I don't know. I don't know math. Math, mathin. Um, he has had a kid since then. He was with his high school girlfriend that he had then, had stuck with him, stuck by him by his side. He is out, like, on bond and, like, have an ankle monitor, and he's mm-hmm. living with his grandma. His family is 100% behind him. But the other brother that seems sketchy that was having mental issues, like, he is in and out of, like, mental hospitals. So... I got to go watch it again. I got to go watch it. Go watch it because it's just crazy. It's crazy. Um, and then they're about to go to trial again, I think next month for the third time. 
Millions of dollars have been sent on this case. And the lawyers are asking for them to just drop it. But the DA in Houston, like, does not want to. He, she wants justice for wow these people. So um, go check that out. It's a good story. Crazy, crazy. Wow. Okay. okay. That is it. That was some good news. Um, we will see you all Thursday for some little bit of shoe fetish serial killers. Ooh. Yes. I think I've heard of that guy. Can you guys right now um, subscribe? If you haven't already, share our episodes with some friends and go in and put us a review because we love reading those. What else should they do, Caroline? Um, If you're ever listening and you like want to show us on Instagram or like post it to your story, if you post anything in your story, you can share it to our story and then we'll share it on our story. I don't know. Okay. Um, Rate, review, um, follow us on all the all the places, all the platforms. Send us emails if you have any story ideas or tips on cases, or maybe you know, I don't know. Even if a, you're in prison, you can send us an email because yeah, we've actually we gotten, actually did get one. <laughs> Thanks for sending that, by the way, uh-huh. um, Mister. I forgot his name, Thompson? but he was a hit man. Know. Yeah, so we might do a story and have him on because. You know, he obviously likes publicity. Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, y'all, don't forget to stay aware, stay alive, and always be DTF. Bye, y'all. Bye. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.